0: Again er a Mahan is small marmahan hen a test the the locked a he Three le, le, e, e, a three slim ambassador, Adrian and Elakas Ashley, Austin, Queen Keppaviakas, and Queen a the Greek, Marvee La Yentakin, Agas Harin Radelia, Vian Lush and a three Mamma the Napanam Shah. A it is such a very great pleasure, as i just said. I just want in the beginning to say, congratulate Adrian and Ashling and all of their staff for having such a splendid idea and putting it uh, to such fruition. I want to say as well that of the nature of creativity that one participates in every sense and the remarks I had prepared, I probably am not going to use them at all. People will say, "Well, what's new about that, but in uh, <laughs> uh, fact it, it's, uh, it's all part uh, of, of being creative. And, uh, <laughs> You know, Adrian has said, the Ambassador, His Excellency, the Ambassador of and they just said to me that he has mentioned about Sabine and I crossing the IRC again to, to be heard about them. It is something that is very important to me. As I listen to the presentations, I'm thinking in particular of... The presentation from the historical side, from people like Katrina Crowe, who in fact embellishes everything that she participates in, and has done so much to create what we might call as people's history. In fact, it was our privilege, I have to tell the Muslim, to to be in and O'Connor as we commemorated in in 1916. We recently unveiled a new special piece of public sculpture by a wonderful sculptor, Richard Joint, to honour the people of 1916. I have been thinking much about, for example, particularly because of this Lola Lola Breda. We shouldn't use Bridget ever to excuse us uh, from what we haven't done ourselves. And I look back in my life, I want to salute all the women who had great bravery in confronting the exclusion of women in Irish history. Bridget was the first, a very, very long time ago. But during my own lifetime, occasionally sitting there, Sabina and I would have witnessed it, looked at what... Women. I'm thinking of, at the end of theatre productions, you know, would say Nell McCafferty and others making their case, and the abuse that they got, and so forth, and the hostility to the case that was being made for the full participation of women. And it has made me often think uh, about that. But crossing the Irish Sea in a way, I think, for example, as well, uh, of my sisters who left in Ireland in the 1950s. One of them was working for 30 shillings a week for an Irish retailer and her sister left with (coughs) five pounds in her pocket getting jobs from British Rail who provided you with your transport and your job and with your accommodation. And thus that is why here in this particular country, these (coughs) are scattered in different ways. I have today uh, grand who are Irish-Serbian, grand who are Irish-Algerian, and they are terribly important to me. And it reminds me of something, oh. that in the long undoing of history, the distance we have to go yet with history, uh, I think it is true to say that uh, during those, in 2016, women were recognized for their part in the independence struggle, in the cultural revival, in the founding of the new state. In 1966 they were excluded. Earlier than that in relation to, for example, there was a distinction drawn between the widows of the people who had signed the declaration in the GPO and those others who were in the GPO. A distinction drawn between, that would go on from the 1924 Pensions Act and one of them revised again in the 1950s and so forth. We have had real trouble Uh, dealing with the issue of class and we really have to really continue our journey of taking history from below and that of course will mean uh, very much making a space for women's history tomorrow I will go and visit the grave of Eva Gobut and you will see in the exhibition here that Adrian has referred to images of her and her sister Constance Constance Martich Even Go Booth is extraordinary. Rejecting, you know, people now go to Lisadell, and they speak of a beautiful house in the grounds. And she consciously gave it up, ignoring the Go Boots property in uh, in Manchester, and decided with someone who would be her, part, her partner, uh, Esther Roper, to go on. And she wanted to have the exp- of somebody Roper's mother. It uh, was from a family of female textile workers. So the person who organised uh, the the bar ladies. Remember, both people of the left and right in the trade union movement, even in Britain at that particular time, thought the bars were a place that were too coarse for women. That was the advanced people that had that view. The others simply didn't want them working there at all. And then there was the dangerous Occupations Act, which affected trapeze artists and people who worked in circuses and so forth, and women were to be excluded from that. And then the pit brow women, the women who pushed the coal at the top of the coal pits, and she worked with all of those people, and in 1908, in making the demand for suffrage, of which there is such a significant milestone, we celebrate from 1918 to 2018, and they defeated Winston Churchill in 1908 in Manchester Northwest, on the basis of seeking support for a candidate who would... Advance the right of women to participate. And indeed, as we heard in one of the workshops, women did get that limited right in 1918. They had to be over the age of 30 and have some property or be connected to a person who had property and so forth. So, therefore, on today, St. Bridget's Day 2018, it's wonderful to see uh, what we must. Recognize the courage of the women who worked for women's rights, but particularly I have singled out Ifa Go Booth for the business that she was active. She would visit on the nationalist cause when she visited her sister Constance in prison, and I remember she and two, three other women were in Holloway prison just a few miles from here. She would also was interested in, as I said, in the suffrage movement and all the different arguments within the suffrage movement, the right of women to be in trade unions, which so forth. And then again, in the early days, listening to something else, when she Sheena Seroker, in fact, moved near London, they have one of the very first organic farms and so forth. And they're buried together in Hampstead. Under motto and us we would sing a couple of folk from <coughs> um, from Sappho, which says simply, "Life that is love is God." And you'll see that in the exhibition when you look uh, at it here. And that is why I think it's so wonderful to be coming across the Irish Sea again and to have had this afternoon presentations from women in every sphere of life who have achieved excellence and who I know are committed uh, to advancing the cause of full rights for everybody, women and men and children and so forth. In fact, it is very, very interesting, I think, as well, when people speak about participation and inclusion. The issue of class is very important because how many people in generations in these islands that are ours, Ireland and England and Wales and Scotland and all the rest of them, and all over Europe and the world, have had to spend the, their entire lives simply trying to survive. I think, in a way, people who would never have it said to them, that they could have fought for anything in the softnesses in life. I have written a long time ago in one of my poems, a poem called Too Close to the Ground, about the children who walked after cattle to fairs, looking at the ground in front of them and not for them the sunsets or the sun going up or going down or whatever. And I think again any for Booth when I read her work, her poems, and the wonderful, wonderful uh, Sonia Tiernan's brilliant books uh, on her about the life of the senses that was deprived from those who are subjected to poverty and how, in fact, really people who are interested in emancipation, interested in participation, interested in freedom, must allow people to have the full life of the senses. And that is there uh, in her book, both touch and seeing and feeling and all of these. I think that it is brilliant that we have Irish women now in the fields of science and technology, arts, politics, journalism, literature, music, comedy and design, and we heard from them all today, not only celebrating what is, but also what in fact might have been lost in the past, but reminding us of what can be achieved uh, in the future. And it will be like that. And I think we are in a new place. There's no doubt whatsoever uh, that the world, as it changes... Uh, will the people who make the case for nationalisms, uh, what is the experience of many of them? Uh, How valuable is a nationalism where class has to give way to nationalism? In the Irish case, this was so. In the 1930s, Helena Maloney writing in 1936 Wrote about the kind of life that was now available for, for, for after, after she, who had been in the Citizen Army. And when she uh, speaks about that, uh, she, she speaks about the poverty that still existed and, and the bad housing. <coughs> But anyway, to lighten things up a little, I'll tell you as well. <laughs> we did have a seminar on journalism. I found something wonderful. I am saying you should read Sonia Ternan's wonderful books. But you'll see in the flyleaf of the book, The Political Writings of Eva Gore-Booth, which she edited, Esther Anson edited the papers of uh, her friend Eva Goldbooth uh, during the 12 years that she lived afterwards. But 1936, in a, in a, just before we get to the Liberating Constitution of 1937, you'll get, uh, uh, the Minister for Industry and Commerce in the door in 1936 says that they had to pass the Conditions of Employment Act because if they weren't careful, you were going to have women working as carpenters and blacksmiths. Imagine that. Um, um, but at any event, what was most interesting, I think, was the very, very... Uh, how much... much was got over had the exhibition on the two sisters Eva Gobooth and Constance and all the rest of it but they had a meeting in Sligo uh, for suffrage and uh, as Eva's old was the one who went up as secretary she ended up as secretary of the group and Constance ended up as president of the group and I think this is what, if you like, that wonderful magazine, 1896, Vanity Fair, 1896, it said, and it says, the new woman is still with us and shows herself where least expected. In the faraway regions of County Sligo, among the wives and daughters of the farmers and fishermen, the three pretty daughters of Sir Henry Go are creating a little excitement, not to say amusement, for the emancipation of their sex. Miss, I should note that this is but Miss Goboot and her sister, supported by a few devoted yokels, have been holding a few meetings in connection with the women's suffrage, or shall I say, the revolt of the daughters. Their speeches are eloquent, unconventional and un- non-convincing. They're given to striking out a line for themselves in more senses than one. For Miss Go Booth has already distinguished herself, a lady steeplechaser in public oratory is her newest toy. The sisters make a pretty picture on the platform, but it is not women of their type who need to assert themselves over men and co. However, it amuses them and others. And I doubt if the tyrant has much to fear from their little arrows. Oh. Well, isn't it? Isn't it? You are all of you present here. A great celebration of how, in fact, actually, the sisters were right and Vanity Fair was wrong. <laughs> There have been so many others, Margaret Skinner and her Freedom for Hunger campaign, I've mentioned Helena, Helena Maloney, I've mentioned all of those women. But I'm conscious too about our global responsibilities. And if we are ever to have sustainable development, if we are ever to have produced food reasonably correctly, and if we are ever to undo the ravaging effects of a hopeless model in economic development that that simply broke the connection between ecology and economy and ethics, (laughs) we will be in fact actually so much relying on the women of the world. And they must have our support and they have our solidarity. And all of it to end, I think, very importantly. Going back again as to a relation, there is another side to Eva with, and that is a strong spiritual side and the rest of it. It is because it is in the collective achievement of something that is good for all humanity that people find the gracious joy. And that is why it's so appropriate that they would use on their gravestone. Life, that is love, is God. And we are all privileged to have lived in the days when women, in a way, have struck out so much, but also to be on the edge of so many new achievements which we must all do together uh, to celebrate the kind of humanity that you will have seen reflected in the writings and in the images you will see later. But also, as well as that, the marvellous contribution from in everything poetry. Cookery. Every single aspect of life as it should be lived in a civilization of sufficiency. All happening here today. Once again, I not only congratulate uh, Adrian and Ashley and their staff, but I congratulate your good selves uh, for being here at City Numbers to spot, take on what is a great invasion in an Irish embassy on Lola Brita. Permanent. <laughs>